Hey, visionaries, welcome back. We have Lana Pribic back on the show for the fourth time. And this time we are talking about microdosing. We are talking about her recent Iboga ceremony. We're talking about psychedelics. And we're talking about how all of the above can help you to get into flow state. And if you've never heard of flow state before, it's really where you are merged with the presence. That is Lana's definition. And I share a story in this episode of my recent flow state experience. And although I wasn't microdosing at the time, I can totally see how microdosing would help you get there. It is a blissful state that I wish for everybody. So the reason why I brought Lana back on the show, not only because she's an incredible life coach, she is a creator. She founded The Flow Formula, which is a program that she is launching, which is all about using microdosing to find flow state. She's the host of the top podcast, Modern Psychedelics. She is experimental with plant medicine and is a great teacher of her musings and her learnings from plant medicine, but I brought her back because I wanted to pick her brain really on the topic of who microdosing is for, when it's the right time to begin a microdosing journey, what about people who are scared of using things like LSD or mushrooms, how to find a dealer, like where do you even get this stuff, right? For some of you, you're like, that sounds cool, but do I like order this stuff online? So she's going to talk about that in this episode. And ultimately, we're going to talk about some of the outcomes that she's had through multiple microdosing experiences, but also how she's going to be leading a group microdosing program. This is eight weeks long, and it's really a formula for using microdosing to access flow state and to come up with your flow state playbook. So holy moly, this episode is so much fun. I sourced a lot of questions from the community. So thank you to those of you who follow me on Instagram at Kelsey Rydell and who submitted questions for Lana. And yeah, I just... This is a topic that we don't often discuss on the podcast. So I just know that you're all going to love it. If you want to learn more about Lana's podcast, Modern Psychedelics, about her work or about the flow formula, click the show notes and find her work online. Find out how you can join this program because she is a trusted source on these topics and I cannot recommend her enough. She is so incredible at what she does as a coach and she's going to help you to really master your energy, your life, and your business. So enjoy this episode. Don't forget that if you want to join her program, she's actually offering all listeners of this podcast $100 off of the flow formula. So again, all those details are in the show notes. Thank you for listening. If you love these episodes with Lana, we can keep bringing her back on, but let's get into chatting about microdosing with Lana Pritik. Lana, welcome back to the Visionary Life Podcast. I think at this point you are the guest who has appeared the most on the show and I just think it's so funny because I always reflect back on the first time we met and how you and I 
we were just chatting about this before we hit record. We're like such different people five years ago when we did our first episode together, but it's also so fun to have this digital documentation of our journeys. I don't know if sometimes it makes us cringe and then other times it makes us feel so proud of how far we've come. How do you feel about it? Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, we were just chatting off the off the air about like listening back to the two prior podcasts we had done. I didn't even go back to the one four years ago. I don't think I want to. <laughs> no, thanks. I don't but, either. <laughs> but yeah, it is really cool how, I mean, I think I heard myself say like the first sentence and I was like, whoa, there's such a resonance to someone's voice that like if you know someone you can just like pick up right away on them being in a different place just by like the way that they carry their voice the way that they speak about themselves the way that they speak to things like the voice is just powerful so powerful so powerful and that is why I think both you and I love the art of podcasting and just the evolution as a host and as a guest we can really hear the difference in our voice and Speaking about evolutions and changing and just like having a different resonance, I know you recently participated in your first Iboga ceremony. And I feel like the way you documented that was saying that (sighs) it gave you what you were looking for. And you said it was by far the most life-changing experience in your 31 years on earth. So (laughs) that's a bold statement. Can you just tell us a little bit about what happened at this Iboga ceremony? Why? Uh, you decided it was time to try that medicine and maybe just any of the outcomes that came out of it. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't expecting to go here, but let's go here. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) Uh, Anytime I hear the word Iboga spoken out loud, there's like this thing that happens in my body. I'm so attuned to the energy of this medicine right now. Like it is so special to me and I never would have thought that this would have become the medicine for me and the one that I had been looking for all along and after 32 ayahuasca ceremonies that there was something out there that would you know really put the final nail in the coffin so yeah I did document it on my own podcast um, over two episodes. So there's a lot of details in there if people are interested. But to just put it briefly, it really, like, I was reflecting with my mom last night about this. Uh, I was like, I feel like Iboga gave me my life. <laughs> like, that's how powerful it was. It was like, and I think, like, I had been doing medicine work for three and a half years at that point with ayahuasca. So, like, who I was entering that played a role and like the fact that I had already worked with medicine so much that I I was prepared for it like I knew how to surrender and how to be open and how to trust the medicine and these were all huge factors of why it was so powerful for me in addition to it being the Mount Everest of psychedelics and the most powerful psychedelic (laughs) and just like the experience at the place that I went to but it gave me my life. It reconnected me to my soul and to my inner child. And it like really healed my inner child 
Um, I was redoing the family photo albums the other weekend, and this was a cool like Iboga integration. And I was like looking at these photos of myself as a baby and as a little girl and as a kid. And I felt like I was seeing the photos for the first time. Like I felt like I had never truly seen myself as a little girl before or like seen myself as a baby. And it was so intense. And Iboga was like this initiation into a completely new chapter in my life and a completely new, I'm sorry, not even chapter. Like it, it's a new book. Like it is a new wow. book. Yeah. <laughs> it was so powerful and so beautiful. And I'm just, yeah, not the same person I was. And the two biggest takeaways for me was that it showed me it taught me like the resonance of truth, <laughs> which is kind of hard to explain, but there's this like resonance to something that's true in that it's very simple, clear, direct, and you can't question it. So that has worked wonders for just like, yeah, like shooing away, like limiting thoughts and beliefs, like right away before they even get to enter me. I'm like, nope, that's just not true. And like all these like negative things I've ever taught about myself, I just see them as not true now. And then the other thing that it did was, yeah, it just kind of like brought me home to myself. And I think that's just like oozing out in every way. Like I keep getting reflections from people who are closest to me about just how much my energy has shifted and how much more grounded I am and how much more authentic and real I'm being. And I just feel like there's no one else in the world that I want to be. And there's no one else that, that, I want like there's no one else I, I want to be or spend energy on being because mm. that was like the root healing that happened for me like I healed this part of me that always felt like she wasn't good enough and because she felt like she wasn't good enough she felt like other people had the answers to all her questions so instead of going within and choosing what's best for me I would try to like emanate different people in different ways because I just wasn't good enough and I just don't see myself in that way anymore. I'm like, there's no one else I'm supposed to be and there's nowhere else I'm supposed to be than here, now. Um, and it's really brought me into the present moment so much. And yeah, life is just so blessed and so beautiful ever since that. And yeah, I just, wow, <laughs> never thought I would get here. It's so, so blessed. <laughs> You said something I've never heard before, that new chapter versus new book. I don't know if that was like your stream of consciousness or if that is somebody else who has said that before, but that completely cracked something open yeah. into me. Like there have been times in my life where I've evolved or just changed as an individual, but I would describe it as I just turned over to a new chapter. Yeah. But there are a few moments in life where I really feel like I started a new book. And as scary as those moments are when you're going through them, they are the biggest catalyst to why I'm so proud of the person I am today. And to have a new book moment, they're so rare, right? And so for you, this Iboga ceremony, the fact that that was the writing of a new book, the beginning of a new book for you, it's so powerful. And I've seen a change in you because you since then are like launching this brand new program that seems so aligned, like you're podcasting. I've listened to a couple of the recent episodes. You're so dialed in and 
now hearing your story of Iboga and how that may have been a key reason why you're showing up the way you are today is so fascinating. So thank you for sharing that and for starting off the podcast. I was like, I wonder if she's willing to go there. I knew you would be. <laughs> Always willing to go there. Yeah, no, I guess we haven't really had a chance to talk of, talk too much since then and um, reflect on it. But yeah, it just feels really good to just be myself. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, so It's so good. Today, we're going to dive into microdosing once again. And I will say we did record another episode about six months ago. And in that first episode, we really talked about your healing journey using microdosing. We talked about where to begin if you're considering microdosing. We talked about different protocols. We talked about who it's for and who it's not for. So we'll kind of weave in some of those things, but we're also going to expand a little bit on our last conversation. And I thought a fun way to start this off would be with some rapid fire questions because even just uh, you and I were on a call yesterday with a bunch of other business owners and you were talking about your new program, the Flow Formula. And you could just tell that like a lot of people just had questions. We're like, I just want to know like, is microdosing for me or what are the side effects or when is the right time or how can this help me like bust through a block? And so I sourced some of those questions from the community. So let's kick off with a question that I don't know if there's an answer to, but I want to hear your perspective. When is the right time to begin a microdosing journey? Mm. When you have the time, energy and honor to dedicate to it. Yeah. It's something you definitely want to do with intention and, um, with like, you want to take it seriously. So like, do you have the time and space in your life right now to really devote yourself to a microdosing protocol and everything that that entails and to really take full advantage of that state? So for somebody who feels like they're in a hustle bustle time in their life, they're momming, they're working the full-time job, but they still feel like I'm curious because I want the breakthrough. Would you guide that person to wait or would you just make sure that like mentally they have the space and yeah. the energy? Yeah, it's like starting a meditation practice or starting a breathwork practice, right? It's a practice and it's a skill and it is also a tool. It's all of those things. So, yep. right, whenever you want to start a meditation practice, like if you kind of take it casually and you're just like, uh, like, yeah, I'll just like kind of like dabble here and there and like, I'm not really going to make the commitment to myself and I'll just like do it when I feel like it. Like, yeah, sure, you might see some benefits, but you're probably not going to get the full effect of it. So it, it's it's just like that, right? Like, are you being really pulled to commit yourself to trying a new practice and adding a new tool to your tool belt, especially if it's your first time? But I really like, love if you that. are in a hustle and sorry, if you are in a hustle and bustle stage, like, and you do have the place for it, like that's actually a great time. Like right now, I just finished microdosing LSD. I'm still doing it, but it was after Iboga, so this like new version of me was coming through. And then also launching this program, finishing this program, like one-on-one -on -one clients, like very, very, very full season of life. And microdosing LSD helped me show up in my full energy and alignment to this very full season. Hmm. 
Yeah, it's such a good um, just comparison to say like starting any journey or adding any new tool to your tool belt, it does take that dedication to showing up regularly, not just like, oh, I'll do it when I feel like it. Because usually that's like once every two weeks that I'll find the time to meditate or find the time. So yeah, I think having that space and time and energy to say, okay, I'm going to show up day after day and make the commitment to the tool until I learn the practice. And then you can kind of figure out your own flow with it. Yeah, totally. What if I have never worked with psychedelics before? What can I expect? (laughs) Yeah. So I always say like microdosing psychedelics is not a psychedelic experience. Microdosing when done properly is subperceptual. So you, the most you may feel is maybe some tingling in your body. That's a sign that you may have taken a little too much. And Mm. like next time, just try a little bit less. You may feel some like, like tingling in your brain. And it's more this feeling of like, you're firing on all cylinders. Like you're just like, boom, let's go, right? Like you're kind of just like activated in the brain, but like you're not even close to having enough to see any visuals or to not be able to operate a vehicle or not be able to cook. Like this is something you can do and live your life exactly as you would do when you're not microdosing. In fact, it'll probably just elevate everything that you're already doing. So like you can run your business you can be around your children. You can drive a car. You can cook. I coach my clients all the time on microdoses. Like it is not a ungrounding or trippy or visual experience at all. It's not psychedelic. It's funny because I actually listened to one of your modern psychedelics episodes and your guest was saying he takes it before getting on stage and speaking to a crowd of people. And I guess at a certain point, like when you know how it acts in your body and maybe you feel like just something unlocks or something, to use your words, you find flow with it. I was like, at first I was taken back. I was like, how could you ever do that before you step on stage in front of a thousand people? And then I thought, well, actually that could be like the missing link to exuding confidence and just letting your speech flow and being really in the moment versus, oh my God, is everyone judging me and getting out of your own ego in your head, right? Exactly. Yeah. It really has this this quality of connecting you to the present moment and kind of silencing those like worries about the future or rumination about the past and that's actually when we're able to access flow like flow cannot exist anywhere other than the present moment so that's why like to me microdosing and flow are just (laughs) Mm. they're so interconnected And we are definitely going to circle back on flow and flow state. So we'll put a pin in that one for For sure. sure. Okay, next rapid fire. I love the person (laughs) who submitted this question. (laughs) What if I don't have a dealer or I have no clue? (laughs) I think this is like a very good question. And like to be fully transparent, like I've experimented with drugs before, but usually somebody else is giving them to me and I'm like, where the F did you get this? So what if I don't have a dealer? What if I have no clue where to get LSD, where to get mushrooms in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. Solid question. Um, There are so many places to get it now online. (laughs) So many. Um, Yeah. We're... 
we're actually providing like people in our program that we're launching a list of like trusted brands and companies that are community trusted some that like I've tried myself some that Jenny has tried herself um but there are so many <laughs> companies out there you just kind of type it into Google and you would be surprised at what comes up <laughs> I love it. And I love that you guys will have some recommended, you know, yeah, the ones no. you would trust with your own money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like a very common question and hesitancy. But hmm. yeah, I don't think dealers out there are doing microdoses. It's like a wellness product now. Like it's like wellness brands have yes. microdoses. And, you know, some brands are even doing like chocolates, like chocolate yeah. bars, which is kind of fun. So yeah, tinctures. Do you feel like this is, cause like obviously CBD and cannabis products got really like very popular over the last five years and now they're in beverages, they're in, you know, little packaged goods and it's very much part of the wellness industry. Do we feel like psychedelics and microdose of mushrooms, LSD is kind of the next wave of wellness? As a business owner, your first priority needs to be your health. After all, your body is your vessel to bring your dream business to life. And without your health, nothing else matters. I actually recorded a whole podcast about this called 10 Life-Changing Health Habits for Entrepreneurs, episode 236. So that's where Healthy Planet actually comes in. And I want to thank them for supporting today's show. Healthy Planet is my go-to spot for all things health, wellness, and supplements. And their prices are unbeatable. Healthy Planet is more than just a health food store though. It's a one-stop shop for everything you need, your supplements, your natural beauty, your healthy grocery items, all that you need to feel your best. Start saving today by heading to healthyplanetcanada.com and they'll ship straight to your doorstep. And you can even use the code visionary2022 at checkout to save 10% on your online order over $50 or more. Again, healthyplanetcanada.com. Use the code visionary2022 at checkout. 100% for mushrooms. Yeah, 100% for mushrooms. LSD, unfortunately, has a lot of stigma behind it because of LSD was actually, uh, I'm going to just sidecar for a moment here, but I love sharing cool psychedelic history facts. So LSD was, you know, first synthesized in Switzerland by a pharmaceutical company and then accidentally ingested, discovered that it was this like crazy trippy experience. And this pharmaceutical company, Sanchez, actually um, gave LSD away for free to anyone who wanted to study it. So a lot of the clinical trials around psychedelics were done with LSD in the 50s and 60s, 40s, 50s and 60s. And because of the drug war and all, everything that happened in the 60s and 70s that stigmatized psychedelics. Unfortunately, LSD is tied to that. So that's why this new third wave, the psychedelic renaissance is focused on mushrooms because they are less stigmatized. So yeah, we're definitely heading there with mushrooms 100%. And I think with something like LSD, we're a little ways away. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's no question about it. Like it's already happening already happening. I, yeah, definitely. I'm seeing it. There, there's dispensaries in it. Vancouver and Toronto, like Colorado just legalized everything um, or decriminalized. Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah, no question about it. <laughs> Are there any side effects or after effects? Yeah, the after effects are called an afterglow. Oh, cool. Yeah. So the cool thing with microdosing and 
psychedelics like in larger doses is that people experience an afterglow effect and it's this feeling of everything having a silver lining it's almost this like continued effect of the psychedelic um like I just did MDMA with my friends on Saturday and we had a really beautiful night and not a traditional psychedelic but like has psychedelic properties and the next day like I'm still glowing from that like I have such an afterglow from that which is like increased mood like elevated mood increased energy just like feeling connected and loved and like all of those good feelings so with micro dosing um when you dose on day one and then you skip the next two days this is a protocol right people will usually report an afterglow effect on day two and then on day three you kind of return back to baseline so it's kind of neat to compare like dose day, afterglow day, and baseline day to see like how different you function with and without a microdose. Hmm. Super interesting. And yeah, just as a reminder to the listener, you can go back to our previous episode, which I'll link in the show notes to listen to Lana talk about the different protocols. So yeah. that was a good episode to listen to for somebody who is curious, what do these protocols look like and what are the options? Uh, next question. This one's a little less rapid fire. What are some of the common misconceptions about microdosing? Cause I feel like, you know, we've heard a lot of shit and for some reason, psychedelics, I got such a bad reputation over the last <laughs> 20 years, especially for our generation. And then when we hear a lot of the research and some of the outcomes that patients have now and many years ago, we're like, there's so much to, um, to using them therapeutically. So I would just love to hear from your opinion, some of the common misconceptions that we have about microdosing or even macro dosing, I guess. Ooh, yes. <laughs> I did a whole episode on myths around psychedelics last season. Oh, cool. Modern I'll psychedelics, link that for sure. But I also think there's so much more to expand on. So one of the biggest ones is that it's addictive. <laughs> yeah. You can even go onto Health Canada and see that they themselves state that mushrooms, psychedelic mushrooms are not addictive. They actually help with addiction. <laughs> and they work in a way that like, if you take them too much, you'll build a tolerance to them and they stop working. So they're actually anti-addictive. <laughs> Interesting. Um, there's this misconception that it's like drug use or like it can be like a band-aid solution or like something that you use to like numb or escape life. And while sure people can definitely use psychedelics in that way, uh, just the culture around psychedelics and how much education is out there now around intentionality and protocols and aftercare and integration. If you're actually tuned into the conversation, it's pretty rare that you would use them as this band-aid solution and I mean this word drug has such a negative connotation to it but like I'm sorry but if you drink coffee like you do drugs <laughs> every morning I mean you're laughing but it's actually true like if you it's drink so alcohol like you do drugs yeah and but yet somehow coffee and alcohol are not stigmatized at yeah. all oh Why? yeah it's yeah well we could get into a long conversation about that. But like, even if you look like at some animals in the wild, I forget, but like they also take substances to, uh, to 
alter their consciousness and the right to alter our consciousness as human beings, as living beings on this earth is an unalienable right that we cannot have taken away, right? Mm. Like this is something that is just a human right. And who's to say that we can alter our consciousness through alcohol and pharmaceuticals and the stuff that they give you in hospitals, but we can't choose to do it through psychedelics, which have all these amazing qualities, both therapeutically and recreationally. Like, I'm sorry, but who's to say that? Who's to say that? It's not, yeah, sorry, I got really fired up about that. <laughs> no, it's just, it's an important conversation because the first yeah. time I heard somebody talk about this, maybe like three years ago, it really stuck with me. And then I started to pay attention to where do I cast judgment or have these like preconceived notions that like, oh, drinking alcohol, that's totally fine. But then it's somehow the worst I one. feel- Sorry, but it, it is. No, and you're right. <laughs> it is. But there's something about the way we've been brought up and the messages that we are told yeah. by people who hold power Mm -hmm. that we give our power away to them and we say, okay, you are the God. I will listen to you. It's like, no, that's not gospel yeah. to me anymore. I yeah. want to clear this vessel and make decisions for myself. And like you're saying, who's to say that I can't choose a different option and what you're saying is yeah. potentially a better option. Yeah. Yeah. Like human beings and animal beings have been altering their consciousness for millennia forever. This is something that we have a right to as human beings and to use in whichever way that we feel is right for us, um, as long as it's done sustainably and ethically and in a safe way. Um, yeah, like there's animals in the wild. I forget where I read this, but that like will take opium from opium poppies when they're grieving. What? Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. Fascinating. Like, Exactly. So, okay, back to the uh, myths and misconceptions. So that there's one around microdosing that it's like scary and that you lose control. And I think I already covered that at the beginning, but it's not scary. You don't lose control. In fact, you become more present to the moment than you already are. I always liken microdosing to meditating. I effing hate meditating. I'm not a meditator. And I've accepted that, but I feel like when I microdose, I've experienced the benefits of microdose of meditation. When I microdose, I experience the benefits of meditation. I am present. I am patient. I am open to new ideas. My mood is stable. So yeah, not all of us want to sit and meditate. We should all have a right to choose the wellness modalities that work for us and that make us better partners, better friends, better business owners right? Better leaders. Mm -hmm. um, there's another one that like, yeah, it makes you like a bad parent or a bad partner. And I think this is kind of tied to like the drug use. Quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. It can make you a better parent, a better partner, a better business owner. Um, there's one around like it being a placebo that it like you just like swallow this pill or go on this psychedelic journey and like all your problems will be solved. Psychedelics are very unique because you actually need to be an active participant in your process. And this is why we talk so much about integration, preparation and intention setting. So the medicine is like neutral. The thing that activates it is you when you put it in mm. your body. So you have to like participate with it and work with it. And that's why 
going through this process guided by someone is recommended, especially for first timers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll stop there. I think I, I listed off a bunch of misconceptions. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just want to reflect back to the listener too. When you talk about intention and setting, you did talk about all of that in our previous episode. So anyone can go back and listen to that if they want more details on all of that. And I think what's fascinating, you did say something around like, you know, the misconception is, oh, like I'm not going to be a good person or I can't show up for my business or I'll be out of control or be a bad parent. What you're saying is like, you can actually become a better parent, a better business owner. And I think so often where we fall stagnant is life is in life is when we feel stuck or when we feel bored or when we feel resistant to a growth opportunity or I'm reading actually your words here. Uh, when you feel resistance to integrating the new you and the real you, or when you feel like everything in life is just fine. And as I read through some of these symptoms that are very common, I call this low-grade misery. And I feel like if you just walk around town, 90% of people are living this low-grade misery life where they're like, eh, just stuck, bored, unfulfilled, but they're not doing anything about it. And what I love what you've created with your work and just in talking about your journey is that you're giving people another tool or maybe the first tool they've ever tried to actually get out of that stagnancy and to move forward in life. And we can do this in many ways, right? Some people need to start a exercise journey. Some people need to get out and travel and see the world. And for some people, it's going to be experimenting with microdosing or doing things like you did with a Niboga ceremony. So before we kind of get into um, like who the program is for and the logistics, I am really curious because you call your eight-week group, group program the flow formula because it's going to help you to uncover a unique formula for mastering flow state. But I think it'd be helpful. Can we first define what is flow state for the person who's never heard of it? And what does it feel like to be in flow state? Yeah, I can give my personal understanding and definition of it. For me, the flow state is when you merge with the present moment. So it's when you're doing what you're doing and your mind's not ruminating or moving somewhere else. All of your energy is engaged in what you're doing. It's challenged in a healthy, good way by what you're doing, which means that you're growing, right? And like we can't enter flow state when we're not being challenged or when we're bored. <laughs> There's this level of challenge that needs to be present. And it's when we're just fully energetically committed to what we're doing. So we're just like, we're bought in, we're excited. We're, we're just giving all that we've got in that moment, not less and not more to what we're doing. I love that. I actually had, so like I said, I have not been on a microdosing journey yet, but a couple days ago I experienced flow state and I had to sit back and reflect on like what got me to this moment and what were the, the main tools I think I used. And I must say it is like 
the peak of existence to experience mm-hmm. your version of flow state. And I think exactly what you said, which I find so fascinating, your definition, you're merged with the present moment. Like I felt more present. I was just like in my life and I felt like so there and so happy and the gratitude was flowing just for everything around me. Like I was very aware mm. of all my surroundings. Mm. And then you also said all your energy is engaged. And I must say, when I felt that flow state, like my energy was very high and everything I did in that few hour window, I felt like I did it really well. And it Mm -hmm. was all intentional and things that I wanted to be pouring into. And it was like, I was just like overflowing other people's cups in the process. Like my energy was just rippling into everybody. So I think this is a state that for somebody listening who's never experienced it before, start to like think about what gets you there and start to crack into tools that you might be missing out on that could get you to experience flow maybe weekly, maybe monthly. Like it doesn't matter how often, it's just getting there once in a while. It's very rewarding. So I thought I would just share that because I think what you're talking about is a state that maybe not enough people have ever been in before. Yeah, I mean, it's wildly beneficial for entrepreneurs. What were you doing when you were experiencing that? So when I noticed it, I was driving. I was actually driving Mm -hmm. to the gym to go do a class that I absolutely love with an instructor who really like we feed off each other's energy. And I had been treating myself really, really well in like the 48 hours leading up to it. Like I had done a lot of emotional processing. I felt like I wasn't opening a new book that day. I was opening a new chapter after going through something kind of challenging. And I'm a big fan of health tools. So food and the way I move my body and the way that I think and my thoughts and beliefs and like being present and making people feel seen and heard in the relationships that I have. And I just felt like all of that was like there, like I had been taking care of myself to the highest degree that I know how. And yeah, like there was a lot of factors that just led into that drive where I knew like everything around me is coming at me and it feels good and I'm here. And it was just like, there was no heaviness. I was just like in life and like almost floating above life, but I wasn't even on drugs. So I can't even imagine if I was microdosing at the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's such a good explanation of it. And it sounds like you were really at a high level of energy and consciousness because you were doing so much work leading up to that moment to kind of neutralize your energy and look at those things in the past that were keeping you stuck in the past or keeping you worrying about the future. And because you did the work to clear that, and I know you've been like meditating and cold plunging and Mm -hmm. all that stuff and really taking care of yourself. You know, it sounds like everything you've been doing created the conditions for you to experience flow. And for me, flow and presence are like interconnected. Like they're the same thing. Like when we're truly present, We are in flow with life. We're merging with the present moment. And the thing that, the thing that I would love to share about flow is that usually people think that we have to like wait around for it to happen. And like, maybe we can access it if we're lucky and like, let's just like see if it happens, but like, sure. But the more empowered 
way to look at it is I can create the conditions for flow. I can create flow in my life. I can create it in my life. I can, I can, you know, discover the formula for myself that helps me create conditions for flow so that I can live here more often. And like, sure, we can't live there all the time, but we can create conditions to access it more often. And microdosing is for me, one of the most useful tools to create the conditions for flow. Um, for some people, you know, it is meditating and like all the power to you, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just like one of those tools that, that helps to create those conditions. Have you been thinking about hiring a marketing coach? Maybe you got into business because you wanted to actually do your thing, but you actually find yourself worrying about marketing and stressing about sales and where your next client is going to come from. Well, marketing isn't your expertise, we know that, but it is mine and I'd love to help you stay on top of the latest marketing trends and know where to focus your time and your limited energy. So I take on a handful of clients every single month for a four month marketing coaching experience. And this is for the business owner who feels overwhelmed with their marketing strategy. They're not sure how to spend their time and they just don't know where to show up. They're wondering, should they have a blog and a podcast? How to grow your email newsletter? Are they getting traffic to their website from Google? Is their SEO even updated? What should you say anytime you need to make a sale or communicate a promotion? I want to help you build out your 12-month annual year-at-a-glance marketing plan and then break it down into super actionable steps for you. As your marketing coach, I not only am going to meet with you on a weekly basis, but I'm going to tell you exactly what to do. You'll have precise next steps so that you feel Feel super confident in just four months that your marketing strategy is in place and you're seeing your business growth on an upward trajectory. If you want to learn more about marketing coaching, head to kelseyridle.com and click the work with me tab and you can learn all about it there. I've also written a blog post for you. I have a free live masterclass for you so you can do all your digging and learn about marketing coaching and whether it is right for you. So again, kelseyridle.com, last chance to enroll for the 2022 season and I cannot wait to start working with you. I think anyone listening is like, yeah, I want that. This is so great. I wanna explore how I can get into flow or maybe they're curious about microdosing. And you've created an eight week program that I kind of just want to like dive into like what this is. And it's very unique. I've never read through an eight week program quite like this one where you're bringing wow. in guest speakers and doing these trainings and like doing it with the community. Like you say something along the lines, like we're going to microdose together in community. It's going to be awesome. And it's the same way that like, I love working out with community. I love cold plunging with community. I love, you know, there's so much I love with community and that's when I get the benefits. Like that's why I host a mastermind every Wednesday with community. So can you just tell us all about the flow formula and what somebody can expect inside of the program and just give us a behind the scenes look? Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Thank you so much. Like as a business coach, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you've probably seen a lot of programs out there. So <laughs> hearing you say something like that really means so much. And it's really cool how it kind of unfolded and built. Like my friend Jenny and I, who are running this program, we have been planning on creating a microdosing program for a, a year and a half. 
and the timing was just not right. And then we were just like, Hey, no, yeah, the timing's right. Let's do this. And then, man, like we were in flow building it to the point where it kind of like built itself. And I love working with Jenny so much because our, our, our skills and talents and energies complement each other so well that this program just feels like it's being like held by something beyond us which is like the merging of our two energies it's crazy so like the community aspect is so important for us like it's so important for me but for Jenny she's been spending years actually building group programs microdosing programs coaching certification like psychedelic coaching certification programs so she's like a wizard when it comes to building online community and you know we have like a beautiful community slack channel we have accountability groups and partners and like integration time on each call where people can like go off after the um, course material and really talk about it with their with their group um we have a journal that we're mailing out like a physical journal that jenny created to help track people's progress and is really like that accountability piece um and then the core curriculum like it's eight weeks long and we're spending an entire month looking at mindset and beliefs and energy because to create the flow state you have to do it from the inside out so that means you have to look at all of those core beliefs and all of those mindsets and all of those thoughts and ideas that you have that are actually blocking you from flow or blocking you in the present moment. So like to go back to your example, right? It sounds like you did so much work before experiencing that flow state to really clear whatever challenge you were moving through at the time and like really engage with it and move through it so that you could create space for presence. So that's kind of what we're going to be doing is like looking at, we're doing like a life review. We're going to be telling the story of our lives. We're going to be excavating all of those stories from different times in our lives that we may have like picked up these limiting beliefs and perceptions that are actually holding us back. So, okay. The way I describe it is <laughs> we all live in this box, right? And if you can imagine this box, it, it's your world. So it's your thoughts, your beliefs, your perceptions of the world, your experience of the world. That's your box. And then there's this other box outside of it that's bigger and it represents everything you don't know. Mm-hmm. And it represents your potential and your possibilities. But we can't even see beyond our own box without the reflection of community, without the guidance of a coach who is trained in helping you to see that there is a way to expand your box. So that's what we're going to be doing for like the four weeks of time is looking at our box, examining our box, looking at the ways that it limits us. And then looking at ways that we can expand it and grow it and looking at our potential and possibilities and just like, yeah, growing into our potential and possibilities. So I'm going to be, as a coach, I'm going to be guiding that four weeks. And then even before that, we're starting with like the basics of microdosing. So for anyone who doesn't even know how to microdose, we're starting with that. And then we're jumping into the one month of mindset work. And then... We also realize how important it also is to care for the body and look after the body when it comes to entering flow, right? Like exercise and nutrition and movement. It all is a holistic 
vehicle for flow. So the mindset work is really the bulk of it because that's going to inform everything else that we do, like your mindset and your beliefs about your body and your movement is going to inform the way you look at that, right? So then we're jumping into a week on nervous system management and we have a breathwork facilitator and nervous system expert coming in to talk to us about um, regulating the nervous system because when the nervous system's not regulated, it's not, it's not in the present moment, right? So bringing the nervous system back to the present moment so that we can experience flow. And then after that, we're going to be doing a module. Jenny is a holistic nutritionist, so she's going to be doing a module on like nutrition and diet mm. and, you know, intuitive eating and all of that to bring the body into the present to optimize the body oh my gosh I'm so excited (laughs) that's the bulk of it and then at the end we're wrapping it all up because like each week we're picking these like ingredients for flow like what are the things that help me enter the flow state and like it's different for all of us yeah and we're really creating this like container and structure for people to be able to explore themselves like to go into this like sandbox and like see what works see what doesn't work, really encouraging people to just listen to themselves and their bodies and their intuition, right? Um, And then by the end, we're like wrapping it all together and creating this like flow formula playbook that people can always go back to no matter what they're doing. So like, what are the pieces of micro dosing in your flow formula that help you enter the flow state? What is like the mindset? What is the values? What what are the, the things kind of going on energetically in the mind and your spiritual beliefs in your belief system that help you enter the flow state? And how can you overcome the ones that are keeping you disconnected from the present moment? Mm-hmm. And like, what are those nervous system tools that bring you back into presence and flow? What are those diet and nutrition tools and practices that bring you back into flow? So yeah, it's very personalized and we both really do not like courses that like tell people what to do and like prescribe a solution for everyone because we're all so beautiful beautifully unique Mm -hmm. that it was really important to us to create a space for people to just listen to themselves and uncover what works for them and then we also have like guest speakers and we're bringing in experts like there's a master class like a bonus masterclass with he's called the psychedelic scientist Manish Gurn and he's going to be talking to us about like the science of flow state and micro dosing and then we have this uh thought leader Laura Dawn who is going to be um delivering her expertise on flow state like yeah we're just we're so excited (laughs) so would you say that the main through line like if we were to just like sum up this program in one sentence it would be learning how to build your flow toolkit but the main component of that is microdosing so like microdosing is going to be like the thing that you do to build that toolkit out yeah yeah i would agree with the first half of it but i don't even see microdosing as the main thing because yeah it's more that we're using microdosing as this like (laughs) it's kind of like the fuel that keeps us going through this process of self-discovery so like as we're excavating these stories and expanding our box 
Hmm. Microdosing is actually the thing that like reduces that friction between the old belief system and the new belief system. It's the thing that right. makes it a little bit easier for us to expand the box, right? And try new things on and like find maybe some more grace and love and compassion for ourselves as we go through this process. Hmm. Um, so like what you said, yes, like it is the thing for flow state, but it also is like a tool that we're using to experience this program. <laughs> That's perfect. That it was like the exact differentiation that I needed to make yeah. it all click, which is really, really cool. It's like, and it's like a life coaching program that utilizes microdosing because when I first hired a life coach, I was actually also microdosing at the time. And that combination was so powerful for me. Like I was building my podcast and like had all these limiting beliefs around just my confidence and my voice and using my voice and being seen and being heard and like what will people think and like the laundry list of things yep and yeah the coaching microdosing combination was just fucking powerful for me so that's why we've kind of paired coaching with microdosing in this i know that you have said that you would potentially offer our visionary community a promo code can you share some details on that if they want to learn more and where they can yeah. go and use it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that would be so nice to to give to this community. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll do visionary, all caps, and people mm -hmm. can get $100 off the program. Um, and the website is flowformula.crd.co. <laughs> we can link it in the show notes. But yeah, it has all the information there. And uh, yeah, we already have a group coming together that is really beautiful. And yeah, we could not be more excited. <laughs> what if somebody listening is like 60% there, but they're like, I don't know, I've never freaking microdosed before, but obviously I've seen my friends do it and I'm listening to the Modern Psychedelics podcast and I'm so curious. And this seems like a, a good entry point into further psychedelic use. So what if they're 60% of the way there, but they have more questions, what should they do? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm really good at responding to people. So people can always reach out to me over DMs or email. Um, if you have specific questions, happy to like hop on a casual chat with people too. Um, I would also, if I may offer some coaching <laughs> advice here, sometimes the mind is like, <laughs> sometimes the mind wants to have all the data and all the information and know all the things and be like reassured in all the ways, which I get. But something that I always encourage my clients to do is to apply something called holographic thinking or 3D thinking. So when we make decisions using just our minds, which so many of us do, we've kind of, as a society in the Western world, really been oriented towards logic and rationality, right? So that's like, that's called one dimensional thinking. We're not actually fully utilizing the entire human operating system of intelligence. I would really encourage people to also use their intuition, like what is your intuition telling you to do? Like, what do you know is right for you without really knowing how you know, without using your, without using your logical mind? Like, what is that intuition, that voice that's like very neutral and clear and sharp saying to you? And then also like tune into your gut, your emotions, your feelings. Like, what's your gut tell you? What does your feeling tell you? And by using 
logic or your mind, your feelings or your gut and your intuition, right? You get a much more whole and complete perspective of a situation that helps you make a much better and more powerful decision. Like this is 3D thinking, like we're using everything we've got mm -hmm. to make a decision. So yeah, I would invite people to do that. Very cool. This is why I love the work that you do and the way you're able to put words around these concepts that like I otherwise don't have words for. I just think your magic in being a life coach, but also in launching this program, it's just this beautiful synergy. And I would highly encourage everybody to go check out the details of the program, which we will link in the show notes. So Lana, it's always a pleasure chatting with you. I don't even know what episode this is of you and I, but <laughs> I love that you're a frequent guest on the Visionary Life podcast. Thank you and for having me. Thank you so much. And thank you. everybody go check out the flow formula and enjoy. Thanks, Lana. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Visionary Life. I love bringing you these conversations on a weekly basis. So it would mean so much to me if you could help me out by rating and reviewing the show in your iTunes app. You can also support the show by taking a quick screenshot of the episode and sharing it on your Instagram stories, tagging me at Kelsey Rydell. I'll catch you in the next episode. P.S. Whenever you're ready, there's a couple of ways that I can support you. So first thing, if you're ready to make your first or next $50,000 in business, explore how the Visionary Method business coaching experience can accelerate your growth. There'll be a link in the show notes. Also, if you're feeling lost, confused, or overwhelmed when it comes to starting an online business, reach out and book a free revision call with me. I'll offer you customized recommendations on how to get unstuck so you can live a life filled with joy, happiness, and fulfillment.